Welcome back, everybody. Dan Bickley, Tim Ring filling in for Vinny. Our next guest, the legendary captain of the Coyotes, Shane Doney's back from Switzerland. Hi, Shane. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? It's uh, good to be back. Doing great. Now, is the tournament still going on, or is it over? Forgive my ignorance. Yeah, the tournament's over. Okay. Um, we didn't win, unfortunately, which is never fun. And as a Canadian, I take a lot of heat for that. So um, I'm in a little bit of trouble, but uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> right. I hear you. I hear you. All right. I don't know if you were able to watch last night's football game, but it was a, a scary moment that speaks to every professional athlete, former and current. Um, your thoughts on what went down in Cincinnati? I mean, you you play a sport. You played a sport when Chris Pronger took a slap shot to the chest and Pretty much the same thing happened to him. Yeah, it's that's always scary. Um, I think during my career, I think there was four guys that had different times where um, Chris Pronger, there was uh, Yuri Fisher, and there was a, a Pitlick. Um, all three of those guys uh, ended up having some sort of cardiac issue, and when it does, it just it puts everything into perspective, and that it's just a game, and that. Um, you, you immediately recognized how how frivolous it can be at times to how much you worry about a sport when um, really the two things in life are so much more important. And last night, as you watch that, it, it breaks my heart. My I have I have kids that are twenty four and twenty, and I couldn't imagine what his parents are going through watching that, and I couldn't imagine what his teammates and what he's going through, and. Um, it does. It, it it humbles you, and you realize that there's so much more to life than just what we seem to do on a daily basis. But to recognize the moments and that really matter. You know, Shane, we were we were talking about how we we knew watching it on television. I'm sure you agreed that you you could tell by the expressions of the teammates that this was not a a normal injury. And we've and I say that because we've almost become numb as media and fans and even players. You know, guys get hurt, get hurt on the ice, court, field, whatever. But when the players react like that, you know it's something serious. Just to, to tap into your your insight as a former player, uh, <laughs> once they they realized it was something more than a normal injury, can you only imagine what was going through their mind? I mean, you saw Josh Allen there. I mean, I, I just never have seen something like that. Uh, just your, your emotions when you saw that, and what you, what it must have been like for them when they realized that this was not just a, a, a an ankle, a knee, a head, or something. You know, it, see where I'm going with that? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that. You become so close to your teammates because you spend so much time with them, and uh, they become party like they become your immediate family pretty much because you spend more time with them than you do anybody else. And um, when you see something like that happen to someone that you're so close to, that the you, the only thing you can do is you know draw strength from the group around you, and you retreat to the group, the people that are around you, and you could watch the reactions of the of the guys. Like, you always understand that when you play a physical sport and that there's an element of injury and there's an element of fear that goes into playing no matter what. I don't care who you are. It, it, there is. And and then when you see, you know, something like that, that's literally your, the reason for all the fear, then you, you, you draw close to the guys around you and you, and you, you lean on those guys and, and you can see the emotion in the, of, of the group because, of how real it is and how close to them it was. And that's, that's the part that 
that's the part that makes it so, I guess, the human side of it and so real to everybody when you're watching. You're not supposed to see guys like that. You're not supposed to see the players, and you're not supposed to see that vulnerability. They always, we always, they always seem to put up a, a front that's pretty strong, and you don't see that vulnerability. And when you do, it's. It, it drives the point home of how real it is. All right, one more on this before we move on to the Coyotes. You as a captain, what what was the most difficult situation you had to shepherd a team through in regards to something terrible happening where, you know, it kind of shakes your faith a little bit? <laughs> um, on ice, there was a couple different things, and stuff happens off ice. We, One of our trainers passed away and, and you know, just had night in the middle of the night and um, that shakes everything and so as a captain it's crazy on how much it brings everybody to the realization that how, how important all the little things are and how you, you come together and you recognize that um, you know the relationships and stuff like that on the ice there's you know a couple times where there's scary things happened but nothing that even remotely compares to this and um, it, it does it's hard as a as a player to not to play that game the next the next game and push that fear away <laughs> it's funny because you get asked by people about going onto the ice and <laughs> Were you ever afraid? It's like, well, every single shift you're afraid. Like, there, there's no way around that. And you have to get past that. And I think when when the reality of it gets put right in your face, and it comes even harder. So as a captain, you just try to be there and encourage guys that it's okay. Well, visiting with Donor. Donor, let's let's pivot to, to hockey as sensitively as we can. The Coyotes begin a three-game road trip tonight in Florida. But I actually want to talk about home ice. And the home ice advantage they're kind of developing over there at Mullet. I mean, they're, they're 6-1 and one since the long road trip and talking to Lawson Krause last week and Bill Armstrong, they both agreed uh, simultaneously without knowing it that part of that home ice advantage is because they believe the other teams are taking the ice and they're looking around going, well, this isn't normal for the National <laughs> Hockey League and the Coyotes are using that to, to their advantage. What say you? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree 100% that um, we are creatures of habit. Um, you play 82 games and buildings that look very similar to each other and and the atmosphere is for the most part fairly close to each other and you come into a building that probably it's something that they haven't played in or been involved in since they were playing junior or in college and 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 so it's it's there's an element of of i'm sure there's some excitement and and but it, it takes you out of the mindset maybe a little bit and that's it's unique, and by all means, it, it seems that the Coyotes have taken advantage of it. Andre Tierney, I, I've said it to you guys a few times, he's an unbelievable coach. Like He, he gets the most out of his team, and, and to see the confidence that they play with in that building and to see the way that he pushes them and, and holds them accountable, but at the same time, they're all playing for each other. It's it's fun to watch, and um, you got to give him a lot of credit. And that leadership group has some credit for stepping up and really taking advantage of it. Yeah, no doubt. The- uh, the team had some some troubles with their penalty kill against the Lightning. They've been better on five on five as of late. What, what do you think should be short term goals now that we're into a new year for this hockey team? Like I said, they've I, I think they've been better than most anyone anticipated. Yet clearly, there's still a long way to go. What are some of the mileposts you see ahead of this team? Well, yeah, and, and I agree, Bick. Like if you looked at uh, where everyone had them pegged, I mean, it wasn't even. 
we it, they had us take last by eight ten points, and and to see where they're at now is it's a testament again to that group and to the coaching staff and what they've done. Um, it's impressive. Um, the, I think it, it it really it's so funny because every team I think's goal is to win the Stanley Cup, but there's probably only about eight to ten teams that it's really realistic for. And so you, I think you have to shorten your you have to be a little bit more short sighted, and you have to just. It sounds so simple and so clichéish, but you just have to improve every day. You have to find a way in to improve and get a little bit better. And as you mentioned, the PK the other night, well, that'll be something they focus on now. Now they need to see improvement on the PK, and and now they'll have to see a little bit more improvement on their five on five. And they keep their power play rolling, and they got to focus on getting the the shots against down a little bit. But at the same time, it's it's those little tiny victories that you got to start focusing on and not get caught up in the situation you're in or how daunting it is and if your goal is to win the Stanley Cup that becomes pretty daunting but if it's just to have little victories then you have a chance thank you Donor we appreciate your time as always man talk to you next week thanks so much Vic really appreciate it thanks guys thanks, thanks brother okay